Hello there. Thanks for joining me on today's podcast, The Entrepreneur. That's the topic of my discussion today, The Entrepreneur. You know, we have had people among us and uh, live around us and in our organizations and in our church and in our uh, community and in our schools that are entrepreneur. You know, and we uh, often admire them and wish we were not like them. I'm glad we were not like them. Because the entrepreneur is a person who is unique and attracts attention and makes significant contributions. Uh, but, you know, it comes a hard way. There's often a price, you know, to be paid. Overall, entrepreneurs are um, highly risky people. You know, they don't run by the rules. They are not necessarily somebody that is systematic and does things in a predictable kind of way. They respond to situations and opportunities. They're often reactive. Rather than to plan ahead and to make very definite plans, they often seize an opportunity when it is presented before them. They are the people we all admire but would not want to be like. They're the ones which we often feel jealousy towards as they not only do what we dream of, but they accomplish it. Entrepreneurs live by design and purpose. They follow certain guidelines for their own lifestyle and their own financial welfare. But they don't necessarily follow the guidelines that you follow. They're not necessarily conservative. They're often risky. They often take a chance. And for many people, a chance is not to be taken. That's something to be feared. Okay? So, entrepreneurs are, are people who are creative. They have great business skills, usually. They're visionary in their thinking. They're very strategic in their planning and thinking ahead. And they live with a great deal of energy. And um, they enjoy life. They participate in life in a full you know, manner. So just what does a entrepreneur look like? Well, there are lots of them that you can choose. Let's take a look at the man who created Chick-fil-A. Mr. Chick-fil-A, the founder and the chairman of that great network of fast food restaurants of chicken, Chick-fil-A. His name was Mr. Truett Cathy. Truett Cathy, he went by. He had a first name, started with S. But he went by Truett, his middle name. And Cathy was the founder and the chairman of Chick-fil-A for the formative years. And then passed it on to obviously family members. He set the guidelines to help him personally develop this business and to lay the foundation for not only his business career, but for Chick-fil-A as a company, as a business. He set down some guidelines, and I'd like to just identify eight steps, eight, eight of his guidelines for personal and business success and achievement. Now, they not only applied to him, but they apply to all of us. It wasn't only his success, but we can enjoy a measure of success as well, to the degree to which we gather these eight points of principles of living and doing business and following them in our daily life and in our business life and in our social life, in our personal, in our marriage. You see? They're guidelines that have applicability to a wide variety of situations 
but he made them basic to his business, to his business ventures. Okay, here's what Mr. Kathy you know, had to say about his personal guidelines. I'll give me eight of them, okay? He invited God into every decision. He was a believer. He was a Christian believer. He was very much involved in the Christian church. And he believed that God had a role to play, a central role to play, in his business decisions. So he was a man who took his business principles and his Christian principles and put them together, whether it was on Sunday or Tuesday or Saturday or whatever day it was. They were to be the same. Secondly, he said this, monitor your personal debt and do not become burdened by it. Now, that's great advice for all of us. You know, we all of us, perhaps many of us, are overwhelmed by our personal debt. We have credit card debt, house debt, car debt, school debt, you know, check, uh, business debts of various kinds, uh, personal debts, loans. We, we're often buried in our personal debt. And he said, monitor closely. Don't let it get out of hand so that you become burdened by it. Then the debt owns you. You don't own the debt. Okay, number three says, don't get hung up on material things. Do not use material things as reward. Delay rewards and reward yourself later for any success. <coughs> so here's, here's his point. We often look to material things for our reward. We want dollars. We have money. We want prizes. We want possessions. We want various kinds of gifts as rewards. He says, ah, don't do that. Don't use non-material things. Praise and, ever, and commendation and uh, recognition is often a better way of rewarding somebody, recognizing them for their successes. But he says, delay your reward. Now, that's a great principle in psychology and in learning. We often want our, our reward immediately. We want it the same day we achieve. We win a game and we want a reward right after the game. That's how we live our life. He says, ah. He says, delay your rewards and reward yourself later for your successes. You'll appreciate the reward greater. The, greater, the reward will have greater impact on you of greater meaning to you and will have greater influence in your life. If there's a delay between when you succeed in something and when you're recognized and rewarded for it. Children have a smaller period of time they can wait. And uh, adults have a longer period of time they can wait. And when you're older and when you're in business and this is part of your life, perhaps even waiting longer is possible. But delay reward so you don't live this idea of doing something to reward for it, doing something to reward for it, all in one breath. You won't appreciate the reward. It will not have the impact on you as it would otherwise. Okay, then he goes on to number four. He says, watch and observe other people and learn what is working in their lives, especially mature and successful individuals. Very, very important. You watch others. You can learn from others. Observe how other people handle problems. Observe how other people approach decision-making. 
learn how other people approach social situations and how they talk and how they engage in conversation, how they introduce themselves and how they meet and how they give speeches and how they come before a social gathering, how they dress and how they present themselves. Watch and observe other people, especially successful people and mature people. Those are the ones you want to watch. Watch what is working for them in their lives. Now, that's a great example, then, for us to follow, for you to follow. When you find somebody who's successful, follow their measures of success, their patterns of success. Now, I didn't guarantee you will have a success, but it's more likely that you will live a higher success level yourself. Now, number five, you want to say this. Give thought to setting your priorities. Make sure that your priorities in the proper order. Marriage is an example. Marriage is first. Your spouse. Your children are second. Okay? Your friends and your extended family members and your church and your, your commitments, your social engagements and so on, they come down the line. But in marriage, the spouse is number one. If that's not the case, you're in trouble as a marriage. And you'll be continually in trouble if that's the case. So set your priorities and make sure they're in the proper order. If you're a parent, you know, your children are more important than other kids, other children in the neighborhood. Don't shortcut your own kids because you're taking care of somebody else's kids. Be careful on that. Set your priorities. Your own spiritual development is more important than your own physical development. While all are important. So make sure that as you think of priorities in your life, you give thought and really make sure you have them in the right order, in the right direction. And um, if you're not quite sure, confirm it with somebody. Discuss it with somebody. Get some feedback. Get some input. They'll help you. Okay, number six, he goes on to say this. <clears throat> Be prepared to expect disappointments. You know, that's a pretty true point. I've been disappointed in people that I expected more of. I'm sure you have too. You know, disappointment is part of life. Part of life of every individual. The people sometimes that you expect the most of produce the least or hurt the deepest. Say so that's just the unfortunate part of life. But you have to be you have to think of it this way. Expect disappointment. You're going to disappoint yourself at times. The people who are close to you are going to disappoint you. People who are important to you are disappoint, are going to disappoint you. The people you look up to will disappoint you. The people you think of as a role model, as an example of life, will disappoint you. Unfortunately, disappointment is part of daily life. So expect it. Prepare for it. Acknowledge it. But don't let it be the end all to your life or to the end all to your goals and dreams and what you're trying to accomplish in life. You move on. You move beyond. The people who disappoint you may this move out of your life. Move them out of your life so they're not a hindrance to you. And you move on with your goals and your objectives and what you believe is important for you. Here's number seven. Be kind. Courteous is very cheap, he says. Bring It, it brings great results. It brings great results. Kindness brings great results. Courtesy brings great results. Let your life be sprinkled 
with the salt of kindness, the salt of courtesy, and then you sprinkle that about. Somebody says this is kind of kindness is kind of like uh, without getting some on yourself. You know, and that's kind of what it is. You know, if you're kind to others, you're also getting a sense of kindness to your own self. You're developing that sense of kindness, and that will be generated even more in the future. You're going to be more of a courteous person, you know, to others. So go ahead and give it out. Give it away. Be the kind person when others are not. Let it spread like peanut butter, even onto yourself. And then Mr. Kathy of Chick-fil-A ends his list this way. Use your own common sense. God has given you a talent. Discover it and develop it. He say, goes on to say this. We honor God with our successes. See, God designs us to be a winner. That's what he says. So, there's hope. There's positivism. There's a great reach for honor and, and success and achievement. But you have to use your own common sense of what is right and proper for a given situation. Rely upon the uh, insight that you have as an ability, an ability to have insight to weigh perhaps what God would want you know, for you. So that's what entrepreneurs are all about. Put into the words of uh, Truett Cathy of Chick-fil-A. That's how he sizes it up. Others will give you similar answers you know, to that. This is a very good list. And I would recommend that you backtrack now and write out that list for yourself and pass it on to other business people. Recommend this program to other business people and to your children and to your adult children that are now moving on into the business world. This is a great guideline for them to follow as they develop their own sense of business and how they develop their sense of entrepreneurship and live their life you know, for others, and not just live their life for their own pocketbook, but also for the pocketbook of others, if you will. That's what an entrepreneur does. Takes opportunity that is presented in front of him to develop that. And of course he benefits from it, but so do others. And we need our entrepreneurs. We need them in all these various places and situations that I've spoken about. Don't look down on an entrepreneur. Embrace an entrepreneur. Because they bring something to the table that other people don't bring. They bring a richness to the life of an organization, to a body of people. Draw from them. Learn from them. That's observe their ways and follow. In the same way that an entrepreneur observes and follows the ways of others. So I recommend uh, the life of an entrepreneur. In this case, the example of Truett Cathy of Chick-fil-A. So, um, whenever you go there and buy your Chick-fil-A, <laughs> think of Mr. Truett Cathy. Just think of him and what he has brought about using these eight principles of his own business guideline, personal guideline, and how he's melted the two together, that his own Christian beliefs and his own business beliefs are equal. They're one. They're integrated. His goals for his own personal life and his goals for his own spiritual life are one. They're integrated you know, together. That's what makes success. That's what makes him a success. That's what will make you a success 
you know, as well. Hey, good to have you with me. Thanks for uh, joining the uh, podcast today and share it with somebody else. If you'd like to be a sponsor to the podcast, let me know, would you? Because what you'll do, you'll be a sponsor of the podcast, but I'll also include you as a sponsor of my television program, which is on every Saturday morning at 10 o'clock on centralvalleytalk.com. So being a sponsor of one, you're the sponsor of the other, and we get you good uh, recognition. So feel free to be part of our sponsorship program. And speaking of a sponsor, let me just make sure that you... You have a dental problem, you have a dental issue, you're looking for a dentist, looking for a new dentist, looking for a dentist that you don't have now, or whatever, for whatever reason, you're looking for a dentist. Chris Wong, W-O-N-G, Chris Wong, the North Cedar Dental Office on Cedar Avenue by Alluvial. So um, look him up, will you? And uh, give his office a call and see if you can get an appointment. You'll be glad with the uh, not only his dental work, his staff, great people. So I recommend them, you know, to you. Okay, go to my website, booksbyhedberg.com. Bye-bye.